0: Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, August 6th, 2020, brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best. Use the best. Tell friends about the best. This is what I do. It's what you should do. 317-849-2933. Let's talk about sports. The Indianapolis Colts are sweating it out a little bit. They got till four o'clock today to find out who's going to opt out because of COVID. Found out yesterday, during our conference call with Frank Reich, two more guys opted out Roland Milligan and Marvell Tell. That brings to three, including Sky Moore, guys who have decided they're not going to play, they're going to take the 350,000 if they have an underlying conditioner, the 150,000 if they don't. That's what they've decided. We talked to Philip Rivers yesterday too, and he said he gave no thought whatsoever to opting out. If he opted out, he'd just retire. He's ready to play. He's ready to go. Different people look at COVID in different ways. I don't think anybody's right or wrong. I think that the players who opted out, they're well within their right to do it. And the players who want to play, they got the same opportunity, you know, to, to exercise their desire to do what they love. Uh, Philip Rivers was really interesting yesterday. Fun guy to listen to. He can get wound up. He can talk. You can hear it. A lot of his comments during the conversation uh on uh inside indiana sports today that you you can find anywhere it's on my twitter feed it's on facebook it's all over the place but philip rivers uh, i thought was very entertain entertaining and very energetic uh larry bird says he wasn't frustrated that's not why he left the indiana pacers it was just time for him to go it had been shared by jackie mcmullen who knows larry bird quite well that Bird left out of frustration that he couldn't spend to the point that he wanted to to build a championship-level team. And uh, so yesterday, Bird refuted that publicly on Pacers' letterhead, and then on Pacers' let- letterhead, Jackie McMullen said that she had assumed that was the reason he had left. He had not told her specifically that. So we can put that to bed, I guess. I don't really know why it became a thing, I didn't even pay much attention to it, even in the time that Jackie McMullen said it. And uh, But last night, we got the two uh, media releases from the Pacers that kind of tied this up in a pretty nice bow. And off you go. The Pacers, they play at 4 o'clock today. We'll see if T.J. Warren can do it again. Scored 53, 34, and then 32. In ultra-efficient performances, the first three games in the bubble, we'll see if he can put together another ultra-efficient 30-point uh, performance as the Pacers play the Phoenix Suns. The Suns are 3-0 and in the bubble. Pacers are 3-0 and in the bubble. Pacers are trying to fight to get that number four seed and maybe just an outside glimmer of hope that they could get to the number three seed. Got to play well today to beat the Phoenix Suns. And then it gets a little bit dicey, although the Los Angeles Lakers played like garbage last night against the Oklahoma City Thunder in a loss, so maybe the Lakers are going to be hot garbage when the Pacers play them on Saturday, and maybe then, uh, you know, you you got a chance against the Heat. They've got two games coming up against the Heat, and who knows, against the Rockets. Anyway, T.J. Warren, in that game where he scored 53 points on 29 shots, with just uh, four foul shots made. I believe that's right, four or five foul shots made. That's something Michael Jordan never did. Michael Jordan scored uh, 53-plus points 35 times. And in those 35 times, he did it with uh, less than 30 field goal attempts five times. But in none of those games did he make as few as five free throws. He made in one. He made nine, and that was the lowest number. This was and has been for T.J. Warren ultra historic, in terms of of just really really efficient scoring. I, the thirty two points on seventeen shots with just two foul shots made uh, against uh, was it Orlando? No, yeah, it was Orlando. Against Orlando two days ago was absolutely stunning. And, and uh, Scout with Brian, at Scout with Brian, he's got a great video breakdown of how T.J. Warren does it. And a lot of it has to do with just being really, really smart and making really, really good cuts to the bucket, which we love here in Indiana. Am I right? Of course I'm right. Uh, Indiana University Athletics is getting smart. They have uh, contracted with Open Doors, their READY program. That READY program teaches people, like Indiana athletes, how to monetize at a high level their NIL, name, image, likeness. So their brand, which is uh, likely at some point very, very soon to be allowed by the NCAA or as the NCAA is being strong armed into allowing it. Indiana getting on the front end of this, Because that's going to be the battle, right? The battle is, okay, where can I go make some money off my name and likeness? If Indiana shows a track record and an enthusiasm for allowing and promoting its athletes toward that end, Indiana is going to have a hell of an advantage uh, in recruiting battles. And speaking of this, um, we'll talk about the Big Ten schedule in a minute, but Jim Harbaugh and Ryan Day yesterday, they had a dust up on a teleconference, I guess it was yesterday, where uh, Harbaugh interrupted Ryan Day's portion of the proceeding. This wasn't with the media, this was just the coaches. So Ryan Day's talking and Jim Harbaugh yells at uh, Ryan Day about breaking rules as far as working out players after hours or some business. And Ryan Day says, look, why don't you focus on your kids and I'll focus on mine. You focus on coaching your program, I'll focus on coaching mine. And then after that call, he told his team, uh, we, we're we going to hang 100 on Michigan. In the same article where we find this out at AL.com, we also see a story about Jim Harbaugh losing a five-star offensive lineman who became a first-round draft pick. Uh, and the way he lost him, he went to the kid's house, they've got hardwood floors, and Jim Harbaugh They had just done the deal with Jumpman, so he's got Michael Jordan cleats, and Jordan brand cleats, and he's walking around the house on these hardwood floors and cleats, and the guy's mom almost went through the roof, almost lost her mind. He wouldn't take off his shoes. And so the guy's like, hey, this guy's crackers. I ain't going. Great story. Typical Jim Harbaugh. That's who Jim Harbaugh is in a nutshell. I'm not taking off my cleats. I love my cleats. The hell with your hardwood floors. The Big Ten football schedule was released yesterday. Found out that Indiana is going to have a tough road, right? Right out of the gate. They open up in Madison uh, against Wisconsin on that Friday before the Saturday of uh, Labor Day weekend. And, and that is if everything goes the way they hope it goes. Um, otherwise, they're going to push things back. And they have... They have the ability to push things back as far as the weekend of September 26th, so uh, there's a lot of wiggle room within this schedule in case there are hot spots or outbreaks and that kind of thing, which is just smart by the uh, by the Big Ten. So Indiana is at Wisconsin. Then they got a couple of home games: uh, Penn State and Illinois, and then they travel to Columbus for Ohio State. There is no rest for the weary in the Big Ten East, man. It's, they are not limping into the season this year with a couple of patsy non-conference games and a game against Maryland or Rutgers to start the conference season at Wisconsin against Penn State. Illinois, eh. And then a trip to the shoe and a game against the Buckeyes. That is, you know what, if you're good, you're good and you're going to be able to compete. And if you're not good, You're not going to be able to compete in three of those four games. Uh, The NCAA has canceled fall championships for D2 and D3. That's really sad. Understandable because it's an economics decision, right? They're not going to have the money um, to be able to uh, compete in these things and and hold those things, not without March Madness happening last year and, and maybe without March Madness this year, although I don't think anybody's Projecting that, uh, really difficult for D2 and D3 to economically make fall championships work, so they've been canceled. D1, those championships, we're going to see what happens. And of course, football is not governed. Those championships are not held by the NCAA, so that's got nothing to do with that. Uh, the Cubs won last night 6-1 to over the Royals. An error, a two-out error in an inning that was nothing in the top of the eighth. Really, kind of doomed the Royals. At that point, the Cubs were up two-one. Bryant ground ball, throwing error, and uh, so the uh, the carousel starts, and the Cubs score two in the top of the eighth. They get another two in the top of the ninth. They win six-to-one. Good for the Cubs. That's their sixth in a row. Fever lost last night, eighty-six uh, seventy-five. That's sad. But what's really sad is Howard Mudd is not doing well. He had a motorcycle wreck uh, a week and a half ago, or a week ago and uh, now he's got problems. Complications have arisen, and it, it doesn't look great for Howard Mudd. Prayers for Howard Mudd and his family. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this utterly gorgeous, it feels like fall. I dig this. It's fantastic. Yesterday, the high was like 75. Today, the high is going to be 79. It's like 60 right now. Fantastic stuff. Birthdays, Bob Younger, happy birthday. Michelle Nicole, happy birthday. The great Matt Mayberry, Indiana uh, graduate, celebrating a birthday. Candy Seeley, Maria Tapia, Rick Allen, and the great Lee Purcell celebrating a seminal birthday today. Uh, if today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment today. Uh, Indiana Sports, or Inside Indiana Sports today, Nate McMillan is going to join to preview their game. That'll post at about 3 o'clock this afternoon. Looking forward to hearing from Coach Nate McMillan. Um, hey, I got to tell you, this is just kind of funny to me, a little inside baseball. Um, nah, I'll tell you this afternoon. It's good stuff. We'll talk to you this afternoon.